The NBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a $1,000 risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. Roster brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app today. Roster brought to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a free-to-play app that lets you bet on all your favorite NFL player props for a chance to win awesome prizes. Download the app today over at BetterFantasy.com SGPN. That's BetterFantasy.com SGPN. Roster brought to you by Manscaped, the leader in below-the-belt grooming. Head over to manscaped.com and use promo code SGP for 20% off of your order and free shipping. Roster brought to you by SoBet. Sign up to bet against your friends and join the social betting revolution at SoBet.io slash SGPN. That's SoBet.io slash SGPN. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Welcome, everyone, to the NBA Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is currently 1040 a.m. on the East Coast. And joining me to break down everything that happened in the NBA over the weekend, because I'm pretty sure nobody was paying attention because of the NFL playoffs. But it's my esteemed co-host and colleague, Terrell Berman Jr. Terrell, how are you feeling this Monday evening, brother? You know, Moon Off, I have a master's in multitasking. Oh, yeah. Just so you know. Yeah, I got my master's in multitasking, North Carolina A&T State University. I got it in conjunction with my bachelor's. Um, so I was able to adequately pay attention to both football and basketball yesterday. And may I say, uh, ka-ching, ka-ching, ka-ching. <laughs> because, and you... You might you might have a masters as well, sir. You went heavy on the rounds yesterday. You went heavy on the rounds yesterday and you cashed that. Yeah. And and so I I was heaviest on the magic. I had everything riding on the magic winning that game. I have no idea why they were plus one thirty dogs, but that cashed rather easily. And you know, the King Patrick Mahomes does it again and they are moving on to the AFC championship. So I'm I'm for I think it's a Super Bowl rematch. I think it's 49ers and Chiefs again because Sean McVay is Kyle Shanahan's bitch. He, he hasn't beat him yet, has he, since he took over as a coach as of the no, 49ers, Owen, right? I'm pretty sure it's um pretty sure it's 0 and 5. Yeah. Because he took over what 2019 or something like that. Mm-hmm. I think it's like 0 and 5 or something like that. If he beat him, it was like one time early, and then after that, he's been Kyle Shanahan's bitch. Yeah. Um Fortnite's are hot right now, man. And there's always that team that kind of comes into the playoffs that's like on a winning streak. This really reminds me of the run that the the Baltimore Ravens had when they had Joe Flacco that was just playing out of his mind and they were going into like every road game and they were just outright like winning as 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 the road team and they got all the way to the Super Bowl and, and won uh won the title against the San Francisco 49ers. But I think Niners are in that role right now, man. They haven't had a game since the last game of the season where they beat the Rams. They went into Dallas 
got the victory there when it's a green Bay, got the victory there, but now, you know, they're back in California, not a big road trip this coming weekend. Um, as they're going to go, no, to it's going to be a home game. Exactly. I'm I was just going to say that it's going to be a home game. So, so look, no, 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 but, for, but for, but for, listen, so, and it's crazy. We could talk about this cause we only got four games to talk about. So I really don't care about how much we're talking about this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so the LA, like the, I don't know if it's the team or like the owner or I don't know what it is, but they said that they're only making tickets available yeah. to residents of the greater LA area. Yeah. Which is fucking hilarious because one, everybody that lives like in Oakland, every, first of all, people that live in the greater LA area are probably more like more often or not are probably already 49ers fans. Yeah. Because of that insane run that they went on when they were winning all those championships all those years ago. So all those people are already probably 49ers fans. Mm -hmm. And then just think of everybody that knows somebody down there that says that, hey, nah, I'm I'm still coming to the game. It's going to be a 49ers home game. Like they don't they don't have the Chargers and the Rams don't have home games. Everybody knows this. They do not have a home fan base there. So. It's hilarious to me that they're trying to regulate that Mm -hmm. and trying to make this get a home court um atmosphere as yeah. much as possible but it's just not going to happen because the 49ers fans are going to take over it's going to be half and half at best it's going to be half and half uh, i'll probably go like 60 40 or even i'll probably go up to like 70 30 like it'll be with niners fans it's gonna be a sea of red for sure uh this sunday Hilarious. in la uh yeah i saw that note on, on twitter and they said that they're going. They're going to uh, check the billing addresses, uh, uh, match that, and and if it, it's not an LA area uh, billing address, they're just gonna cancel your order and just uh, refund it without your knowledge of, uh, without even your. And knowledge. that is yeah. ridiculous. That is absolutely ridiculous and fucking hilarious <laughs> because it's just it's like all the precautions that you're trying to take, all the precautions you're trying to take to make sure that they that you have like Rams fans in the stands mm-hmm. and you're still not going to have the Rams fans in the stands is absolutely hilarious. I can't wait to that game. Yeah. That's going to be a lot of fun to watch, but we have NBA basketball to talk about uh, a lot of great games this weekend between Friday and Saturday, Sunday. Let's start with Friday. Terrell. We'll, we'll recap our picks here um, and then we'll go from there. So uh, you had an absolutely fantastic week. Um, you know, we had the big dog that you cash with the Rockets seven to one, and you followed it up on Friday with two more winners. Uh, you had locked up the Atlanta Hawks minus the one and a half. They came out mm-hmm. and took care of business uh, against the uh, Miami Heat. They only won by two, but they almost kind of went into the game that give that game away in the fourth quarter. Uh, yep. The Hawks had won every single quarter up until that fourth quarter where they were outscored 34 to 22, but they squeaked by with the victory. Uh, behind Trey Young's 28 points, seven assists. Um, let's see who else contributed for them. Uh, Kevin Herter, the Red Rifle, 21 points, four assists. Um, five threes. Yeah, yeah five he had threes. five and nine from three-point land, so they got the victory there. Clint Capella returned for them, uh, but he came off the bench, only played 26 minutes. Uh, but, yeah, they got the victory there. And then your dog, <clears throat> you took the what you have the Blazers plus two ninety against your favorite team, the Boston Celtics. Um, they went into Boston, got the 109-105 victory, outright dog victor victory plus two ninety. Like I said for Terrell, Yusuf Nurkic went absolutely bananas in this game. Twenty nine points, seventeen rebounds. 
for Nurkic. Uh, yeah, that that interior defense for the Boston is really non-existent. Um, and then CJ McCollum uh, contributed with 24 points. Anthony Simons had 21 points, five of ten from sorry, five of ten from three-point land from McCollum, four of eight. From Anthony Simons combined nine of 18. Uh, and then Ben McLemore, like you also talked about, Terrell, four of seven from three point land. Yep, um, he's big. He's big for them. Yeah, their three point shooting uh, kind of carried them in this game 16 of 33 uh, for 48 and a half percent. So great day for you. You did give the bonus log of the uh, Warriors minus, would you have Warriors the money? Yeah, Warriors minus yeah, 10 and a half. Yep, that didn't cash. Yeah, that was okay. Uh, you know, this Warriors team, I think it's going to take a, for a while for them until, you know, number one, they get um, they get Draymond back, and then uh, also uh, Clay, Clay Thompson gets up to speed. So maybe, you know, put them on the do not bet list for right now. But a great week for you overall. Absolutely fantastic week. You know, hit, cashed, let's say, four out of your five dogs with, like I said, with a big 7-1 winner on the Rockets. For my picks... Um, I had Nuggets minus a three and a half. Um, this game was not really close from that first quarter. Uh, Grizzly just came out and just played their brand of basketball led by John Morant, 38 points, six rebounds, six assists. Uh, Nuggets tried to make it interesting in the second half, but it was just too much for them to overcome. That went up in flames. And then I had the Chicago Bulls uh, going up against the Milwaukee Bucks. They did cover the spread. Of the, I think, 10 and a half or 11 points, but just not much. Yeah, just not enough juice for the Chicago Bulls um, to get over the hump and beat the uh, Milwaukee Bucks, but they only lost that game by four points at 94 90. DeMar DeRozan in that game, 35 points, six rebounds, and three assists for the Chicago Bulls. Um, so those were our picks from Friday. Um, anything else you want to recap from the Friday, Saturday games, Terrell? Um, anything that kind of stood out is crazy that I'll start with this. Steph Curry had his first, if I bring this correctly, his first, first buzzer yep, beater absolutely. of his career, I guess absolutely. the Rockets first buzzer, crazy. first buzzer beater of his career. That was the, so that was the critique on Steph. That was the critique on Steph for so many years. That's why they were like, they need to get KD because KD is a killer like that. KD would do that. There was a lot of – Steph has had opportunities. He has had opportunities, but that was the critique. He never made the big shot when it was needed. And I don't think anybody ever questioned him for that. Nobody thought that he was less of a shooter for that. You know, where I think the most famous clip is Max Kellerman going off talking about how he would take Andre Iguodala over Steph in the last second. Mm-hmm. Because you know Iggy has ice in his veins, but that was that was a serious critique of Steph. So he that feels good. I know it does. He's still got a lot of ball left to play. That is just circumstantial. That has nothing against his legacy. You know, I don't want anybody to think Steph isn't a closer. That's ridiculous. He's the best shooter in the game. And at the end of the day, I'll ride with him on the last shot before a lot of people pause. Um the Pistons. Yeah. Pistons covered against the Jazz. It's just easy. It's way too easy. Mm-hmm. They they only lost by 10. It's way too easy. When you see that, <laughs> it's, it's way too easy. It's literally free money they're just giving out. I don't even know. I have to go back and look at, and I'll probably have to do a little bit more digging. I'll get it before the end of the episode. But I have to go back and look and see what my record is after I identified this trend against Men, uh, Memphis. Yeah, mm-hmm. against Memphis. Because it's 
it just feels like it's been nothing but winners since then. I can't think of I can think of one, and maybe that's against the Pelicans. But yeah. other than that, this has been absolutely straight winners. And the Nets really aren't that good. I'm trying to tell you, like <laughs> they're they're really not that good. You I, picked I, them yesterday, didn't you? I did, and I don't know why. When I went back to look, I actually thought I picked the Timberwolves. Yeah. So when I was when I was and I bet the Timberwolves. So when I actually bet, I bet the Timberwolves. So I don't know what was going through my mind when I put Nets on tally site. Yeah. That's my bad on that one. But I actually did bet the Timberwolves. And so when I went back to look, I'm like, oh yeah, I got that one right. And I'm sitting here doing my tally site math in my head. And then I get there and I said, wait, I picked Nets, huh? Why yeah. would I do that? They suck. <laughs> so, no, I really, I'm really on the side of. I think the Nets suck. I don't think the Nets are that good. I think the Nets are too top heavy, and they're just going to depend on three guys to score 90 points for them. Yeah. But if you give up 120, then I mean, it doesn't matter. Yeah, yesterday they gave up 136 to uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves. Timberwolves in that game they scored at least 30 points in every single quarter. Uh, against this uh, Brooklyn Nets defense. Kyrie's been playing well, scoring the basketball, but if you can't stop anybody, you're not going to win very many games. They did get the victory over the Suns, the other, sorry, the Spurs uh, on Friday, 117-102. But uh, when, you, when you're going up against this type of offensive team, uh, it's going to be interesting. And now they have the Lakers on, uh, I believe, tomorrow night um, without Kyrie Irving. So it's going to be James Harden and the rest of, the role players that we kind of talked about with the Brooklyn Nets. So that's going to be interesting to see uh, how this Brooklyn Nets, so, Nets team plays without Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. So nobody's paying attention, but the Nets are going through the same downward spiral that the Lakers are going on. It's just the Nets have a better record. But they're going through the same, the same downward spiral. It's just the Nets were good at one point and winning games at one point, and the Lakers were never really winning games. But it's the same downward spiral. They're both free-falling, plummeting down the standings. The Nets may have a better chance of getting it back just because they had something to stand on at one point, mm -hmm. but they don't look good. They don't, like, I'm not confident taking the Nets to win the East, let alone NBA championship. I'm I'm not confident taking them to win the East. I think this team is way too top heavy. They're not getting enough production from their bench and from the role players around the three guys that this team is built off of. So that's sort of a very, very easy fade for me while Kevin Durant is out. And then I'll be looking to get so many teams with value. Because the fact that I was getting plus money with Milwaukee all season when they played the Nets is ridiculous. And I'll be looking to get so many teams with value when all three of those guys in the lineup because they still suck. They're not that good. They are not that good. I don't think they are. Yeah, this is going to be the Nets are going to be a team that, you know, when, when we get to the playoffs that Kevin Durant, Kyrie, James Harden, they're going to be playing 35, 38, 40 plus minutes a night. Um, because after that, I mean, I would, LaMarcus Aldridge has been contributing for them. Uh, I think he's going to be key. Um, but other than that, yeah, you have Patty Mills, but after that, it's just a significant fall off. I'm not sure if I would trust young guys in the playoffs like Kessler Edwards, Cam Thomas, and Dayron Sharp in the playoffs. Um, so you know, again, we saw lost season. If one of the or two of these guys go down, there's a significant fall off, and that's what we're seeing right now with this team, even though they have James Harden and Kevin Dur sorry, James Harden and Kyrie Irving. 
defensively, they're not very good right now. So we'll see how this, you know, season kind of transpires. And, you know, they're still weeks and weeks away from getting Kevin Durant back. But um, anything else from around the weekend that we need to touch on? Um, Starting to see some trade rumors heat up, you know, packages maybe for uh, Ben Simmons and and, and the names. Yeah. And that's our report this morning. Like none of that. I saw one where it was like the Kings and the Lakers and the 76ers would have a three team deal. It was stupid. It was it was funny. I thought it was funny because the Kings somehow in that trade ended up with Russ and Ben Simmons. And holy shit. <laughs> they lost like they lost all their good pieces and ended up with Russ and Ben Simmons. And I was like, wow, who would fuck over the Kings like that? But yeah. Yeah, it wasn't really I haven't heard anything that has peaked my ears up or made me say, "Oh, this might be something to follow." So I think it's just too far out. Nobody's really pressed to make anything happen until the deadline. So we probably won't hear anything major, major, major until the deadline happens. Yeah, 100%, man. I think that uh I saw a report this morning by the Athletic and Shams Charnia saying that the Philadelphia 76ers are willing to wait uh, for James Harden to become available in the offseason to hold uh, Ben Simmons until then. Find you a person in your life that is that loves and adores uh, James Harden as much as um, Daryl Morey. Morey does because, oh, my God, this guy's like literally obsessed with it. I'm not sure that they're going to win a title with James Harden uh, just because I've, I've known the type of player that he is especially in the playoffs, like he, he gets tired. Like as the season progresses, he's going to break down, especially when it comes to times in the playoffs. We've seen it way too many times in Houston. The one time we had a chance to win the title or at least get yeah. to the NBA finals, Chris uh, Paul's hamstring went out. So <clears throat> it'll be interesting to see what happens. We talked about it. I think you're a little hurt. I think you're a little hurt by that still. Because I, I think am. James Harden, I think James Harden, I think Joel Embiid is a really good compliment to James Harden just when he gets like that and he gets absolutely dog shit tired because Joel Embiid is a – if he doesn't win MVP this year, I, I don't understand. I don't mm. understand because what he's doing right now is yeah. absolutely amazing and I apologize for not talking about it enough. But if I had a vote, Joel Embiid would have my vote right now. And barring an injury – or a severe drop-off in production, mm-hmm. it's really hard for me not to give him MVP. It is so hard. For, like if, he, if they go through this, if they finish a top three seed, which they more than likely will be because the Nets are <clears> free-falling <throat> and you don't know what's going to happen with the Bulls because they're kind of going down and they're going to miss Lonzo for a bit and we don't know when Zach's coming back. Yeah. So they could be falling down a little bit. There's some leeway for the 76ers to creep up those standings. So I think Joel Embiid has a – it feels like it's Joel Embiid or Jokic, and whichever team finishes as a higher seed, that person is going to get it. But this is Joel – I think this is Joel Embiid's year. Yeah, it's usually the year. The guy that always finishes with a with the highest uh, player efficiency rating right now, Jokic is number one. Joel Embiid is right there at number two. And looking at the updated MVP odds, I do see Joel Embiid is a six to one um, to win the MVP. Seth Curry still plus one ninety to win it, uh, win the MVP. But 
yeah, uh, just to go through that list, Steph Curry favorite right now, plus 190. Giannis plus 250. The Joker, 5-1. to one, And then uh, Joel Embiid is 6-1. to one. Now Kevin Durant, with the injury, has dropped all the way down to 22-1. to one. So I think we can probably... He's gonna miss too. He's gonna miss too many games for him to be considered for the award now. But I would probably put something down on that six to one for Joel Embiid. A hundred percent. I feel like that's too much of a value. It's too much of a value, and then the Nuggets at some point could possibly get Michael Porter Jr. and Jamal Murray back. That's going to drop Jokic's production. It's going to drop. Yeah, it's not going to be it's not going to be otherworldly like he's doing right now. Mm-hmm. That was the same reason why I said that I wasn't interested in Steph for MVP, because at some point he was going to get Klay Thompson back and the production that he was having was going to drop. Yeah. Now, nobody predicted, predicted, nobody predicted Steph going on a terrible shooting run that he's been going on. Mm-hmm. He's just had some games where he just can't hit anything. Nobody predicted that. So he kind of took himself out of the race in my eyes. And yeah. then LeBron, his critique is going to be that while he's playing well, they're not winning games. Right. And he also has somebody that's going to come back and take out of his production and is not going to be at the MVP level. Ben Simmons is not coming back. And if Ben Simmons does come back, that's not going to take anything from Joel Embiid. Right. Only thing that I can see is if they make some otherworldly trade at the deadline. Other than that, Joel Embiid has nothing that is stopping him he is going to continue to put up these numbers. He's going to continue to be a dominant force on the inside. Barring in- injury, Joe B is my MVP. So six to one, I'll take it. He's been an absolute tear so far this season. Um, 28.7 points per game. He's at, let's see, he's shooting 39% from three-point land, 10.7 rebounds per game. But if you kind of just look at what he's done over his last 10 games, 34 points per game, 10 rebounds, and they're winning games like you mentioned. So, um, yeah, I think there's some value here on Joel Embiid at 6-1. to one. Uh, Terrell, anything else you want to touch on before we get into this uh, four-game schedule on Monday night? No, no, I'm good. All right, let's do this. Let's take a quick break, uh, hear from our sponsors, and then we'll dive into the Monday night schedule. Ready to win money and boost your odds? WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards right at your fingertips. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports from NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, golf, MMA, WNBA, college football, and more. WinBet has some brand new bonuses. Bet $5 and win $400 in free bets. Be sure to check out all of WinBet's Build Your Own Bet Boosted Same Game Parlays headed into the NFL Championship Weekend. Most boosts fall between 10-15% to 15% of the original price. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. From boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, we have what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer risk-free $1,000 sports bet. Bet big, bet big win bigger. With WinBet, download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Manscaped. Manscaped is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. 
Manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped recently launched the Ultimate Men's Hygiene Bundle, the Performance Package. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. It's 20% off and free worldwide shipping with promo code SGP at Manscaped. If my math is correct, that's about 8 million balls. Guys, Valentine's Day is coming up. Whether it's for your wife, your girlfriend, or a special lady friend, you need to get Manscaped. You don't want her in the uh, rough, we say. You want her to be on a smooth fairway, as we say in golf. But hey, Manscaped has you covered. Like I said, Valentine's Day is coming up. You want to be clean. You want to have your uh, family jewels looking and smelling good. So make sure to head over to manscaped.com and make sure to use that promo code SGP. Not only do you get 20% off of your purchase, but also free shipping worldwide. Again, guys, make sure to use promo code SGP and head over to manscaped.com to take care of the below the belt trimming. All right, coming off of the break, let's get into this Monday night schedule. Let's start it off with the New York Knicks headed to Cleveland to take on the Cavs, where the Cavs opened up as a seven-point home favorite. Currently, that number has come down to minus six for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Total opened up at 203, down to 202, 202.5. Uh, let's check the injury report for both of these squads. For the Cleveland Cavaliers, we have Lauren Markkinen, who is out tonight for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Everybody else is a go. Uh, for the New York Knicks, uh, Nerlens Noel is probable. Mitchell Robinson, questionable with the left ankle sprain. Uh, and Kemba Walker, also questionable for the New York Knicks. Um Let's start with the side here, Terrell. Minus six for the Cleveland Cavaliers hosting the New York Knicks. What are you thinking? Huh. Man, this number is large. It is. (laughs) It is large. So I want want to just go ahead and take the cast because, first of all, the number opened up larger than this. So mm-hmm. when I, you know, I be up, everybody else be asleep. I see the lines when they first come out. I don't normally bet them when they first mm-hmm. come out. I'm, cur- I'm always curious on where the line ends because there's always a large line movement with majority of these lines. This line opened up when I saw it at seven and a half. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. What is? And so I was I was looking and I'm like, is somebody out? How are we seven and, seven and a half point dogs to the Cavs? Like, I know the Cavs are good. I like them. But seven and a half, ultimately, and the line dropped, so we're at six. I feel better with it at six with the Cavs. I really don't have a feel for this game. The Knicks are so confusing to me, absolutely, just utterly and totally confusing. This line feels disgusting. I know the Cavs are a better team than Mm -hmm. the Knicks right now. Yeah. I think the the Knicks have some higher notoriety players, but how the Cavs are playing – on both sides of the ball and just the commitment they are to what works for them. And that's powering through their bigs. Yeah. I think the Cavs can play this game really, really well, and they can actually get a pretty good win against the Knicks. So I will back the Cavs just to, just as a slight fade of the Knicks right now, I don't really understand what they have going on. Uh And 
I want to see them put it together. I want to see Cam Reddish get in the lineup and actually get minutes. I want to see them figure out a rotation and not just play people 40 minutes a game. So we'll see. Yeah, uh, I'm kind of looking over the the last five uh, last five game stats for both these teams and the New York Knicks net rating is right now at a 1.7, which is kind of middle of the pack. Uh, where they go? I'm sorry, they're minus 1.7, which ranks number 20, and the Cleveland Cavaliers are at number nine at 2.3. So nothing really sticks out for these two teams. Uh, Knicks are on a back-to-back situation. They did play last night, or sorry, yesterday afternoon. They got the victory over the Cleveland, sorry, the uh, LA Clippers uh, on back-to-back situation so far this season. The Knicks are four and two against the spread, four and two to the under. Um, yeah, if this number was still at seven, seven and a half, I would probably lean with the New York Knicks. Um, but like you said, just the inconsistencies of the New York Knicks, like you're not going to know what's going to be, what you're going to get from this team every single night. And I think not having Mitchell Robinson to be an additional body to kind of defend or defend their two bigs inside with Evan Mobley and Jared Allen, I think that's going to be a big loss, at least for this game. These two teams did match up earlier this year on November 7th, where the uh, Cleveland Cavaliers won that game 126-109 as a seven and a half point underdog. And now this line has flipped the other way to the Cavs being favored around that six, 6.7 point mark. So um, if this number gets back to seven, I'll probably lean with the Cavs, but right, sorry, with the uh, Knicks. But right now I, I just don't have a feel for this, uh, for this, for this game or, or for either of these teams, especially the Knicks, like you mentioned. Um, anything else for this game, Terrell? Maybe any player props that you're thinking? Okay. I like Darius Garland's threes, actually. Okay. Because the Knicks have been struggling defending guards and in threes. So I like Darius Garland's threes. He could actually have a pretty decent game today. Let's see here. And I think you have to just continue to smash Jared Allen in this spot. There's a... Yeah. I don't know what the status of Mitchell Robinson is. It's questionable right now, but I guess we'll, and it's a spring day angle. You know how those really go. Yeah, typically they yeah, sit out. So, yeah, so I don't know what Mitchell Robinson is going to do, but if he doesn't go, and I don't think Nerlens Noel is back yet. No, he's out. So it's going to be a lot of Obi Toppin, Taj Gibson, and Julius Randle under the basket. Mm-hmm. I'll take I'll take Jared Allen over those guys. Those guys are big, strong guys, but I'll take Jared Allen over those guys. Jared Allen ain't no scrub himself, so mm-hmm. I think I like Jared Allen points and rebounds props tonight. Yeah, I'm currently seeing uh, rebounds tonight for Jared Allen at ten and a half. He had seventeen in a previous matchup against the New York Knicks, uh, where they won that game. Evan Mobley is at eight and a half at even money. Yeah, I think this might be a big rebounding game for Jared Allen. That ten and a half seems a little conservative to me, but um, and then the threes you mentioned for Darius Garland tonight, he's at two and a half with the overjuiced at minus one twenty five. So I think the books are accounting for how the Knicks are struggling defending the three point line, like you mentioned, Terrell. Uh, anything else for this game, buddy? No, no. This if I don't, well, that's probably. 
too early, but if I had a game I wouldn't bet, I would not bet this game. Oh, well, no, I lied. Cavs first half. So, <laughs> I lied. No, I would absolutely – I'm absolutely betting this game because I'm betting Cavs first half, so forget that. Yeah, let me see the updated number if I could find it for the Cavs in the first half here. Give me one second. Yeah, that. I mean, this is funny because these are two teams that are matching up. Like last season, New York Knicks were the auto bet in the first half. And this season, and here it is. It's the Cavs, and the Knicks are actually not that good in the first half. They're, I think, decent first quarter, first half. Uh, yeah, Cavs 32 and 14 overall, 16 and 5 at home. The New York Knicks overall 19, 26 and 1 in the first half on the road this season. They're not too bad, they're 12 and 9. Uh, on the road this season in the first half. They're even worse at home, 7-17-1 and one for the Knicks. But I think, yeah, uh, if it's not broken, don't try to fix it. Let's stay with the Cavs here in the first half. I agree with you. Um, <clears throat> let's get over to the next game, Terrell. We have the Indiana Pacers headed to the Big Easy to take on the Pelicans, where the Pelicans opened up as a one-and-a-half-point home favorite. Currently seeing this number up to minus three for the Pelicans. Uh, total opened up at 214, up to around 215 and a half. And some, some 216s pop up. Let's check the injury report for both of these teams. Um, just lost it. Okay, let me pull it up again. Um, let's see. 1030. Okay. Here we go. Uh, For the Indiana Pacers, Malcolm Brogdon has been shut down for at least 10 days, so he's going to be out. Karis LeVert is questionable with a sore right calf. Uh, Demonis Sabonis is out. He has a left ankle sprain. Miles Turner is out. Um, So the four of the five starters here for the Pacers are out. Um, For the New Orleans Pelicans, Devontae Graham, questionable left ankle soreness brandon ingram is out tonight left ankle sprain um that is it for it so a lot of injuries a lot of key injuries in this game terrell uh let's start with the side here minus uh three for the new orleans pelicans at home hosting the indiana pacers uh b team i guess we can say So this line jumped one and a half points. It was at one and a half. Now it's at three. Yeah. And it's that three with the, I mean, I know. So I was all over and I'm probably still all over the Pelicans, to be honest. But I was all over the Pelicans before Ingram was listed as out. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Because who's scoring for the Pelicans if Ingram's not in the game? Uh, and like Devontae Graham is questionable too. Who's facilitating offense? I I I, I don't know. So maybe Valanchunas. Valanchunas should. I mean, Valanchunas. That has to be the person who I put all my props on. It has to be Valanchunas because who is he going against? So the, let me give you the projected lineup for the Pelicans. It's going to be Devontae Graham questionable right now, but uh, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, Josh Hart, Herb Jones, and Jonas Valanciunas. And then for the Indiana Pacers, uh, Lavert is questionable, but it's going to be Duarte, uh, Justin Holiday, Torrey Craig, and Goga. B- I'm not even going to try to attempt his last name, but that backup center for the Indiana Pacers. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I am concerned for this one. I'm going to I'm going to lean New Orleans 
okay. in three because it just feels like the Pacers are kind of due for a letdown. They played really good against the Lakers. They played really, really good and won the game against the the Warriors. It feels like this should be a letdown spot with B.I. out. Maybe Josh Hart can turn it into another gear. Hopefully, Devontae Graham plays. Mm-hmm. Nikhil Alexander-Walker probably moves back into the starting lineup. And hopefully he gets going from three. That's going to be really big. I would like to see Trey Murphy the third get in this game and be and allow him to do some things, the rookie out of Virginia. Yeah. But ultimately, the bigs are it's going to have to be the bigs for me. It's going to have to be Valanciunas and Jackson Hayes is going to have to come off the bench and give meaningful minutes. I like the chances they have with Herb Jones still in the lineup. Herb Jones on the defensive end, just to slow down a couple of those guys. It's just scoring the basketball. I'm very nervous because I don't know who's initiating the offense, especially if Devontae Graham isn't there. I have no idea who's initiating the offense. But I'm still going to go Pelicans because I just think the Pacers are really, really, really bad. The Pacers should be in full tank mode. Yeah. And... It's very easy for you to get up against the Lakers and get up against the Warriors, but try getting up for a Pelican squad in New Orleans. No branding room. You're still on the road where you've been bad all year. I'll take the Pelicans. Yeah, a couple things here for the Indiana Pacers. This is the last game of a five-game road trip uh, for them here in New Orleans. And I mean, they have a tricky schedule. So they have the last game of a five game road trip here in, in NOLA. And then they go back home to take on the Charlotte Hornets. But then they come right back out to take uh, on the Oklahoma City Thunder and Dallas on the road again. So this is a troubling times for the Pacers, especially not having all their guys. The one thing that does kind of concern me, but uh, this stat might, we could probably throw out the window, but against the spread in non conference games, the Indiana Pacers are 13 and four. But that is probably with when you have four of your five stars playing in game. So I think I can probably toss that out the window. Um, <clears throat> I'll lean also with the, the Pelicans here. God, we have some ugly games here tonight, but I'll lean here with the Pelicans as well. Um, I think that we can probably get enough out of Josh Hart, Nikhil, Alexander Walker, from Jonas Valanciunas, Herb Jones. I think they have enough guys. <laughs> Sorry, that can... Um, that can make plays for them and score the basketball here. So I'll lean here with the Pelicans as well. Um, I would play in this some game performance doubles in this one. I think this is going to be a fun performance double game. Yeah. Uh, player performance double. Jonas double double on a win. At this point, that's, that is actually no longer plus money. <laughs> so that's funny. But I like that. You're getting pretty solid odds at uh, minus 111. Uh-huh. That I see, I see Josh Hart's 20 points in a win is plus 460. That's good. Mm-hmm. Herb Jones' 15 points in a win is plus 330. I like that. Herb, I like Herb Jones to have a pretty solid game and, and to add to the scoring. I don't think anybody has a transcendent scoring game. Yeah. But I think everybody puts in enough. Like everybody, they probably put a lot of people in double figures and. They probably, you know, they're very just spread the ball around. I don't think yeah. anybody really takes over, but I'm just, and that's honestly what I'm scared about because if they have a moment where somebody needs to take over, they probably don't get that. But mm-hmm. 
I'll still I'll still back the Pelicans here. I think this might be just a Valanciunas game here tonight because I think <clears throat> without having Brandon Ingram and possibly Devontae Grand uh, Devontae Graham in the lineup. Valanciunas is not bad on the offensive end. We know he can rebound the basketball, but he can also, you know, step out and shoot threes as well. But I also finish around the basket. So I think this might be a Valanciunas game here tonight as well for the Pelicans. But I think the Pelicans have enough. Uh, you know, they have some young guys on this team that can, you know, put the ball in the basket. So uh, I'm not worried about that. Uh, anything else for this game? No, no. I'm good. All right, let's get over to the next game. We have the Chicago Bulls headed to Oklahoma City uh, to take on the Thunder. This is, I believe, a makeup game uh, for games that were postponed due to uh, COVID. So right now I'm seeing the Chicago Bulls as a minus one and a half point um, favor that opened up. Um, Now they're up to minus two in some spots against the Thunder here. Total opened up 214 and a half, up to around 217, 216 and a half here. Uh, let's check the injury report for both of these squads first. Uh, for the Oklahoma City Thunder, uh, Derek Favors is out. Um, and that is pretty much it as a significant starter or role piece. For the Chicago Bulls, I believe this team played yesterday. That's why we, yeah, they played against the Oklahoma, uh, Orlando Magic yesterday. So no injury report submitted for them yet. Um, let's start with the side here, Terrell minus two for the Chicago Bulls, uh, going into OKC. Let me check the ATS numbers on back-to-back situations for the Chicago Bulls here. They're five and four against the spread seven and two to the over, um, in back-to-back situations. So let's start with the side here. Minus two for the Bulls. Yeah. For, for this, I'm going Bulls. I'm going Bulls. This is a lot for me. I already told myself yesterday when I took the magic that mm-hmm. this back-to-back stretch was going to be a one-one stretch, and I was pretty sure that the Bulls were going the, were going to drop this game against the Magic and collect themselves and get themselves together and beat the OKC Thunder yeah. at home. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, OKC has been kind of off and on. Now they up the scoring a little bit more, but I still have concerns about this team scoring the basketball. I I really really do. And it seems like the Bulls are just letting anybody and everybody score. But I've seen that OKC go against teams that have let anybody and everybody score and still not be able to score the basketball. And it's going to be the huge get-up spot. DeMar DeRozan had a really, really good game yesterday. I expect him to to keep that energy and to just will this team to a win. This team is not going to want to keep dropping like trash basketball games. Do I think they're going to beat any of the good teams? No. But do I think that they're going to keep losing and losing and losing to bad teams. They just lost to the Magic, as I predicted. I don't think that they're going to lose to the Thunder here. Two is a very, very short number, a very, very generous number for where this team is at right now. I think it's a lock. I think that it's going to be a very good game by DeMar DeRozan. I think Vucevic is going to get going in this game, especially with no dare favors. Yeah. I think Vucevic is going to get going in this game. He's going to add a good scoring element. And it's just, just going to be a get-up spot for everybody else around them because they struggled yesterday. It's going to be a good-up spot for everybody else around them, Desomu, White, everybody around them to just go out there and make their shots and make their shots and put up a high score because while I do think that this game kind of does go over the total, I can see it being a 120 for the Bulls, to a 99-100 for the Thunder. I don't think that this game is close. I think the Bulls run away with it. 
and beat up on a really bad team in the NBA. So give me Chicago minus the two. I will lock this game. Yeah, I think that uh, hopefully this pod gets out by the time uh, the news possibly comes out that there is a chance that Zach Levine does play in this game here tonight for the uh, Chicago Bulls because I'm seeing reports saying that uh, it's possible that, that, number one, he is meeting the team in Oklahoma City and that Billy Donovan said that there is a chance that uh, Zach Levine plays on Monday here tonight. Um, so I think that number is only going to inflate. So hopefully we can get this pot out before, um, uh, before, uh, that news comes out. So yeah, I think minus two, I already, I just put this bet in as you were talking, um, that number is going to inflate for sure. If Zach Levine is in, he's probably going to be on a minutes restriction, maybe a little rusty, but I just think that again, if, if he's out there, uh, and that takes some pressure off of DeMar DeRozan, but you know, like you said, I think this is a big game for Vucevic and Kobe White has been playing well for this um, for the Chicago Bulls squad as well. So I think that, like, you, you hit the nail on the head that I'm not sure that they're going to be able to stay up with the scoring uh, power that the Chicago Bulls possess, uh, especially since OKC has been struggling to score the basketball over the last several games. Um, over the last three games, they've scored 96, 98, and 87 uh, against the Spurs, the Hornets, and the Cleveland Cavaliers. And in that span... They give up 121 to the Hornets, 118 to the San Antonio Spurs, 104 to the Dallas Mavericks. So, uh, yeah, I think this might be a game where we take a look at Chicago minus the two for sure. And then possibly also their team total here tonight. Uh, like you mentioned, um, Terrell, their number currently is at 109 and a half. So I expect them to bounce back here tonight, especially that seven and two to the over. Uh, I want to go back and look at how many points they've been scoring in back-to-back situations. But um yeah, we do. I think we might have a double lock here with the Chicago Bulls here tonight against the OKC Thunder. Anything else for this game, uh, Terrell? No, no, I'm good. I want to take a look quickly at Vucevic's rebounding props here before we get to the last game. It's not listed yet just because we're on a back-to-back, but I think that might be something that I'm on tonight. Um, last game of the night here on this uh, Monday night small schedule, which is kind of weird for us. Uh, let's go here. We got the Utah Jazz headed to Phoenix to take on the Suns, where the Suns opened up as a nine and a half point home favorite. This number has trickled down half a point to minus nine, starting to see it trickle back up to nine and a half. So let's just call it nine. What, what is that right now? Total opened up to 22 and a half. That number has come down to 221. Let's check the injury report for both of these teams. Uh, for the Phoenix Suns, DeAndre Aiden is doubtful for tonight. Jay Crowder is out. Um, Cameron Payne is also out. Uh, so a little, some depth issues there for the Phoenix Suns. For the Utah Jazz, I believe they did play last night. Uh, no injury report for them yet. Um, let's start with the... Let me see. Yeah, they played the Warriors last night. They lost that game by two, 94-92. Let me check the back-to-back ATS numbers here for the Utah Jazz. They are three and five against the spread on back-to-back situations and five and three to the under on back-to-back situations. Um, let's start with the side here first. Terrell, minus nine for the Phoenix Suns at home hosting the Utah Jazz. Okay, so let me make the case for the Utah Jazz. Oh, wait a minute. Wait, wait. No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, and it's gonna be really what? crazy. This is, this is really crazy. I know it's wild, right? It's wild. What's, what? What's so, going on? <laughs> let me make the case okay, for, for why. Let me w- make the case for why I think the Utah Jazz will, at the very least, cover this spread. 
Okay. If not, win this game outright. Oh God. Okay. What is happening? Okay. Go ahead. I know we're in the twilight zone. <laughs> so even without Donovan Mitchell, mm-hmm. I am going to assume in this scenario that they are as healthy as they can be with Donovan Mitchell out. So okay. from what I see, Hassan Whiteside didn't play yesterday due to conditioning. He could go today. So if he goes, mm-hmm. Rudy Gobert is, I don't know why he's questionable, but he's questionable. Rudy Gobert has to go for me, me to see. feel confident about this. If Rudy Gobert is not playing, I don't care what's going on. I am not touching the Utah Jazz. I don't care what the number is, not touching the Jazz if Rudy Gobert is not playing. So yesterday, quickly, uh, he suffered a left uh, calf strain in the, uh, in the loss of the Warriors. That's what I'm seeing. Yeah, so that's kind of serious. He probably might not go. This really isn't that important of a game to go. Yeah. So this could be very, very sensitive for me. But if I have those two, Bogdanovich sustained a bruised right knee. So he's questionable as well. But if I have the bigs, I feel confident because I truly believe, and while JaVale McGee is playing well, I truly believe that DeAndre Ayton is such a huge piece for the Suns. Such a huge piece for the Suns and what they do mm-hmm. on offense, on defense, rebounding the basketball. He's really, really big. And he is adding the contribution he's adding to this team is making it known that he deserves money after this season. He deserves to be paid. Now, with Cameron Payne out, with Jay Crowder out, that leads into more going down the depth chart for the Suns. The Suns are very, very good. Yeah. I can see Utah, just like how they got up for the Warriors, hanging around this game. I can see them hanging around. So, pending Rudy Gobert playing in the game and Hassan Whiteside, if Bogdan's out, I'm – I, I was still lean jazz. It doesn't make me feel as much better. But if I, if I have the two bigs, I feel fairly confident saying that they very, at the least, cover the spread. If not, have a chance to win the game outright because I think that they'll dominate the boards. I think that they'll be able to shut off the lanes to the basket for the Phoenix Suns and just make things a little bit more difficult for them mm-hmm. and just put the Suns in a bad spot and get a win that they desperately need the jazz do so i like the chances there they still have talents even though that talent doesn't put it together every single night because they're really really not that good like i really don't believe they're not that good but however the better team doesn't always win and i think in a small slate like this i feel comfortable sprinkling on the biggest dog of the night just to see what happens yeah, this is a two-game set between these two teams. They played tonight, and then they're right back at it on uh, on Wednesday. I believe that will be in Utah. Let me double-check here. Um, yeah, so I think with that being a back-to-back situation here, um, I just feel like that they're probably going to rest these guys for the Utah Jazz, like not have Bogdanovich, not have Rudy Gobert, and then give this guys a night off because they are in a back-to-back situation. Possibly have then Rudy Gobert, Bogdanovich, and maybe Donovan Mitchell back for that game on Wednesday and then take on this team. But you're right. We've seen funnier things happen even without these guys. 
And there's a difference in this uh, offense for the Phoenix Suns, like you mentioned, without DeAndre Ayton in this lineup. JaVel McGee, I think, has fit in nicely for them, but he's not a DeAndre Ayton, obviously. Um, so yeah, Javel McGee's been playing great. Yeah, he's been he's playing been really playing good in, in a backup, uh, you know, not only a backup role, but also starting for this team when DeAndre Aiden has been out for a lot of games this season. Um, so yeah, it just feels like nine is a stretch here, but uh, I'm gonna lean with uh, I'll lean with the Warriors, but I, I'm sorry, the Warriors, uh, I'll lean with the Suns here. Don't feel great about it, but I mean, I you're 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 hitting you're you're making the right points for the um for the Utah Jazz here, Terrell. But uh, probably a game I'm going to stay away from as well. <laughs> There's only four games on the schedule here tonight. Um, any player props or anything else you like for this game? I'm I'm kind of leading towards the under in this game as well. Two twenty one. Yeah, I like, like a lot yeah, I like the under. Yeah, I like the under. I do. Yeah. Like under. I like I said, it's a small slate. I probably doesn't matter who it was. I probably would have sprinkled some money on the biggest dog just with a slate this small, honestly. <laughs> yeah. So other than probably the Bulls, but um, yeah, it's kind of weird that we're only talking about four games here. We're we're used to like ten or eleven, thirteen games on a Monday night schedule. But um, yeah, that's the last game of the night here, Terrell. Let's do this. Let's come back. Let's take a quick break. We'll break. We'll come back. We'll uh, wrap it up with our lock and dog and any final thoughts. So we'll be right back after we hear from our sponsors. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, where America buys and sells sports bet. The NFL playoffs are in full swing and prop swappers are cashing in. Like Will from Arizona, who on Sunday sold his $50 to $100-1 49er Super Bowl ticket for $500 on PropSwap. Will locked in his profit when he turned his $50 bet into $500. The buyer got great odds, and the seller made 10 times his bet. PropSwap has thousands of buyers across the country, so you'll always find the best odds and collect the most money for your bets. Hurry and download the free PropSwap app today. PropSwap has fantastic features like filtering listed tickets based on the best value, a free activity fee to stay in the know with all the big sales, and red hot tickets for sale, a loyalty rewards program that turns your ticket sales into extra bonus cash, and a first deposit cash match. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit and PropSwap will match your deposit up to $500. Join the the real sports bettors on PropSwap where America buys and sells sports bets. We're also brought to you by Better Fantasy. The fantasy season may be over, but the action is still coming on the Better Fantasy app. Download their free-to-play app today to bet on your on player props for the NFL playoffs. You can also enter their player prop pools and score big when you win. We love Better Fantasy because we can win awesome prizes and even raise some money for charity along the way too. It's totally free to play. You'll earn better credits by challenging by completing challenges and using them to place your bets. Better Fantasy is available worldwide and in all 50 U.S. states. Download the app today over at betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. That's betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. Since when did sports betting become so rigid? Sports betting is meant to be social. When I picture betting, I picture bootleggers with mustaches tossing bets around in a speakeasy. SoBet is taking the social lineage of betting and putting a modern twist on it by providing a modern platform. SoBet is changing the game with their new product. Head over to SoBet.io and create an account to see for yourself. Through their fully functioning free-to-web application, you can access a demo of their app, which will launch next fall. 
The app includes consensus lines from Vegas, a feed of what other people are betting on, and the ability to send friendly wagers to anyone you know via text, QR codes, and links among other methods. No money is transacted on the app and it is purely competitive. Next time you're with your friends watching sports, turn the dial up a notch. Go to SoBet.io and go and see who can hit the most ridiculous bets. Users have the ability to place bets off Vegas odds or generate a bet by changing any metric they want, as long as somebody is on the other side to accept. Let's go back to the roots of betting with SoBet. Go to SoBet.io slash SGPN. That's SoBet.io slash SGPN today to join the revolution. And of course, don't forget to download the uh, SGPN app, guys. The SGPN app is now live on the App Store and Google Play Store. The app gives you easy access to all of our free picks and podcasts. And don't forget to toss up an app review and download the SGPN app today. All right, coming off of the break, let's get into our lock and dog here for tonight. Uh, You want to keep it the same mojo for this new week? Oh, absolutely. Okay. I think we're just going to have the same lock here tonight, Terrell, and that's going to be the Chicago Bulls. Minus the two, um, especially if that Zach Levine news comes down, that he's going to be playing some type of minutes. Um, so I'm going to have to go Bulls. Oh, I still kind of do like the Pelicans. <laughs> okay, I'll go Pelicans. I'll go Pelicans here. Uh, minus a three. Give me Pelicans minus a three. Uh, against the Indiana Pacers. I think that uh, even if Devontae Graham's not able to go, I think that this is a game where Valanciuna steps up, where uh, Nikhil Alexander-Walker steps up. Josh Hart is still out there. Herb Jones has been playing well as a rookie for the the Pelicans. Uh, So I'll go Pelicans minus a three at home, hosting the Pacers for my dog here. Oh, this is ugly. Um, well, that only leaves me two games to pick from. Uh, hmm. I'm gonna t- I'll, I'll take the Knicks here on the spread. Um, what's the number? Let me see the updated number here for them. I see sevens right now, it's starting to come down here a little bit. So I will go plus seven for the New York Knicks, sprinkle on that money line as well. Um, you were kind of forcing picks here, but it's only four games for us to pick from. So, again, pick and choose your spots carefully. There's a lot bigger slate tomorrow. So, uh, we're, we're, we're giving you picks uh, even though it is only four-game schedule. So, for my log, Pelicans minus the three. Um, and then my dog, I'm going to go New York Knicks plus the seven. Sprinkle on that money line as well. And I also do love that under for the for the Jazz and the Suns here tonight. So there, I give you three picks out of uh, <laughs> four games here, Terrell. Uh, what do you got, buddy? Okay, for my lock, Chicago Bulls. I think they beat the shit out of the Thunder. Yeah. Wow, had a brain fart. I think they beat the shit out of the Thunder today. Yeah. I don't think it's close. I think this is a 20-point win. The Bulls get back on the slide and – get up out of OKC. It's just a bad team, and the Bulls beat up on bad teams. Whereas the Magic, as I tried to tell you, I don't think they're as bad as we think they are. So, why they, hence why they lost that game. I will, as my dog, I'll back Utah and plus oh my, 300. What is going on today? I'll, black, I'll back Utah plus 300. I will. 
I mean, All right. I will. It it I mean it can go. It really can go either way. Yeah. I can see them getting blown out. I can yeah. see them getting up for this game. I mm-hmm. think they actually do cover the nine, actually. Okay. So I'll take I'll take Utah. Hopefully their players are going. Even if they're not, then I'll just take the L on it. But small slate. Yeah. I don't Is really it- I don't really feel confident enough to go Pacers or Knicks. And if I have the same level of confidence in all three, I'll just take the one that's the bigger dog. So give me the yeah. jazz money line. Yeah, again, it's it's only a four-game schedule here tonight, guys. Uh, so, again, pick and choose your spots carefully here. Definitely check the injury reports uh, before these games kick off tonight. Uh, a lot of questionable tags for guys, uh, not only on Utah, uh, but also, you know, the Zach Levine news that he's maybe be uh, might be able to play tonight in OKC. Um, and then, obviously, the all the injuries that are happening with the Pacers and the Pelicans and then, uh, you know, with the Knicks and the Cavs as well. So, um that's going to be the show today we usually go about an hour and a half we did this in about less than an hour uh but again that's only been because we have four games on the schedule here tonight a bigger slate tomorrow for sure in the uh nba um so again we're here monday to friday for the nba gambling podcast so either zach and i will be back to, uh, tonight to go over the tuesday games or it'll be me and terrell uh tomorrow morning for the tuesday games but nonetheless we will have a pod for you as usual on Tuesday. Also, PropCast will be for the tomorrow games as well. Me and John will record tomorrow uh, for the PropCast. But if I do like any player props, I will definitely tweet them out on my Twitter account at SportsNerd824. Terrell, any final thoughts for uh, this Monday afternoon slash evening for you? Um, anything else you want to touch on before we get out of here? Let's see. So, do I want to put this together real quick? Okay. I mean, we only talked for an hour. I can put it together really, really quick. Let's get a player performance parlay going if the lines are out. Okay. I'm doing this real time for the people so they can see. Let's just go Valanciunas double-double and a win. That's very, very easy. What's the number? Get that. Uh, Minus 111. Okay. Not bad. So, that... So that should be very, very easy if he can just win the game. I Oh, damn it. They don't have anything for the Bulls yet. All right, well, whenever they drop it, and it's probably because Zach Levine news isn't out yet. Whenever they drop it, let's just go Bulls, DeMar DeRozan, 25 in a win, or... Oh, wait, I can make one. Can I? No, they don't have anything for the Bulls. Damn it. All right, whatever. Yeah, DeMar DeRozan, points in a win. Should be a pretty good a pretty good bet, mm-hmm. regardless if Zach plays or not. Demar Derozan always seems to get his. So Demar Derozan points in a win. You should parlay those two. You'll get some plus money. I think that's pretty solid, and pretty good chance of hitting. I don't maybe hate throw in it. maybe throwing your pick of the Cavs or the Knicks in there for a third leg. That that should be really good. But if I played if I played the Cavs, it would be. Jared Allen double double in a win just seems too easy. Plus one seventy six, I would play that. Mm-hmm. For the Knicks, if I if the Knicks were to win, it, um, it has to be RJ Barrett, I think. Yeah, I would think RJ. RJ twenty in a win is plus five hundred. That's insane. I might sprinkle on that, even though I don't think the Knicks are gonna win. I might sprinkle on that anyway. That's insane. Plus five hundred. 
yeah, it would be it would be one of those two plays. So hey, take right. your take your pick. Have some fun tonight. It's four game. It's a four game slate. Don't kill yourself. Light units, and you know maybe you hit something for ten million dollars. We'll see. <laughs> at really real, at really real underscore underscore Instagram and Twitter. You know where to find me. And we're out here. We're having good. Let's go, Jazz. Oh my God! I can't believe what is this guy saying right now. I think I don't know what he had for lunch or dinner over there. I don't know what's going on, but I'll try to figure it out and we'll get an update for you guys on the Tuesday schedule. Let's go, Jazz. I don't know what's going on here. All right, guys, that's gonna be the show for today. Uh, we will be back, like I said, uh, tomorrow for sure and throughout the week. Um, a bigger schedule tomorrow night in the NBA. As far as uh, Wednesday, uh, we have a lot of games. And then uh, Thursday, just two games. But Friday, Saturday, Sunday, all have games. So we're going to be here all week trying to cash money for you guys, cashing these bets. Till then, uh, good luck with your bets today. Uh, Let's break these books off and let it ride. Basketball.